Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of Getting Animated. Um, hi, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been, what, about three weeks now since we've last had our conversation? Um, I'm going to give you guys a quick update so you guys know why I kind of just abandoned ship uh, for the past, what, couple of three weeks and um, what's been going on with me. So, one... I hope you guys are all staying indoors. This coronavirus situation is escalating and it's very sad and it just, bro, like I have never seen something like this before. Like obviously I'm, I'm kind of on the younger side, but it scares me when like my mom or older people who's lived like 80, 60, 50 years of life have been like, oh yeah, I've never seen anything like this because that scares me they've seen life you know what i mean and this coronavirus is something that i feel like no one has ever seen before the way that it's spreading the way that it's taking people it's it's really it's really scary i mean bottom line it's it's not a joke i hope you guys are staying inside if you can't like and you're like my fiance who has to go to work um i pray for you and i hope that you have safe travels um so During this whole coronavirus pandemic situation, I was working um, a basic day job, you know, not a big deal, nothing too crazy, um, just like an office job, which unfortunately, just like a lot of other different people, I had to get let go from due to the fact that there just wasn't going to be enough hours and money situations and things like that. So that was already pretty devastating to me and that was kind of like a blow And a slap in the face, you know, like I wasn't expecting to lose my job. Like I saw it on the news and stuff, but I thought that was more towards like people in the food industry. I didn't think my industry where I was working was going to be technically affected by it that much. Um, But it was and I was really, really crushed about it. Then, of course, after that, I had gotten sick, not with coronavirus, but with something completely different, unrelated, the doctor said it was fine, it was just going to be treated with antibiotics, but regardless of the point, I was completely taken out, physically and mentally. You know, it was just a lot on my psyche, it was a lot on my, well, like my spirit. I couldn't do anything but try and take care of myself, and the only thing I wanted to do was feel better. You know when you're like really not feeling well and the only thing you want to do is feel better? That was just my mindset the whole time I was sick. And I just hated feeling so crappy, you know? And right now, I would like to say that I am on, um, I am probably an 85% to 90% better, which makes me feel great you know and I'm able to produce content again which is something that I long to do period you know like I really wanted to do content um but of course you can't do content if you're completely messed up (laughs) so I'm happy to be back with you guys I don't want to be a complete bummer because I know you probably get that a lot from the news and everything else but I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on with me um, and why I kind of just disappeared. But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be making episodes again. And since I'm quarantined in the house now um, with the rest of the United States and everywhere else, um, I am actually going to be trying to push out more stuff. 
um, and watch more anime, read more manga, and just talk to you guys about things that I've been um, doing and trying to keep myself busy during this time because I know a lot of us are going crazy because we can't go outdoors. Um, I saw like this tweet that said uh, it's hilarious that now that I'm forced to stay inside, all I want to do is go outside. And it's true because I'm an extroverted person. Um, if you know me, I'm someone who likes to go out, do things, go to museums, parks, whatever. And now that I can't do any of that, it's just like, mm, I wish I could. Um, I am really concerned about con season this year. So far, a couple of cons have canceled. Um, I don't know about cons in July, like... Anime Expo, of course, Blurred Con, all those cons, I don't know what or where or how that's going to be affected. Um, I We could just only hope. I have a feeling Anime Expo is probably not going to go through with it. But enough of the sad talk. Let's talk about anime. Let's, let's talk about fun stuff because we already get enough of just disappointing news I feel like so much now like even though we're all in the house I feel like news have just been like so sad and just so gloom so on this podcast we're just gonna have a good time we're gonna talk about some anime you should be watching um this spring season and of course I want to talk to you guys about what I've been watching and reading this quarantine because I have been able to knock out just a few things so let's jump into anime news real quick first things first this is for all of my listeners who are 18 and older so if you're not 18 and older I do advise that you turn this off right now which I know you will not but uh, I have to put that disclaimer so your parents don't get mad at me um now listen Faku the leading I don't want to say leading are they leading well one of the biggest um, hentai contributors are now letting you have a Faku have access to all of their content for the next two weeks for free because they are trying to encourage people to stay home do what you will with that information um i saw that they posted it you don't need an account so go nuts (laughs) all right now that that's out the way Speaking of movies, um, G-Kids announced on Thursday that they are going to be adding 18 of its films to the Canopy service for free, and that includes anime films, A Letter to Momo, Pantama Introverted, and Welcome to the Space Show, and the Studio Ghibli documentary, The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. There's also A Cat in Paris. Um, Eleanor's Secret. There's just a bunch of films. Um, I think that's really cool that G Kids is stepping up and just providing more reason to stay at home. Um, I'm really excited about watching A Letter to Momo. I have not seen that before. I do want to mention now, this is completely off the topic of G Kids, but I have been watching a lot of anime movies lately, um, especially on Netflix. And um, I do want to say a couple of films that I was watching recently because I just wanted to let you know my opinion on them. So, there's an anime film called Fireworks on Netflix. 
and it is the most boring film I've ever seen. I'm really glad that I didn't go see it in theaters when it was coming out because to be quite honest, it just was not my thing. I actually fell asleep during it, and I don't fall asleep during anime movies, no matter how tired I am. Um, and especially if it's a really good anime film, I'll usually, like, stop and then go back. And I have not had any desire. There's just It goes really, really slow, and the premise seems a little ridiculous to me. Um, the animation is good. It looks really, really pretty, um, but I just could not get into it story-wise. It's just, it was just way too slow for me, and it just kind of was stupid. It was just a little bit too much for me. Um, another film that I actually got to watch. Now, before you guys scream at me, I typically do not, do not, do not pirate films. I do not pirate, I do not pirate anime, um, and I mean, unless it's like something that I can't find anywhere, then I might make the exception. But typically, I try to buy it. I try to go through every source of legal um, way to watch it. And usually everything I find is obtained legally. But in this specific situation, um, a really, really close friend of mine uh, wanted to watch this film with me and I just told her sure she didn't tell me how she was watching it at the time because she knows I would probably yell at her for it but um, we ended up watching Ride Your Wave. Now if you don't remember back in 2019 Ride Your Wave has actually come out. It was by the same person who did um, The Night Is Young The Night Is Short Walk On Girl um, in Tamati Galaxy and I also think they did Lou on the Wall, which is on Netflix that you can currently watch. The director is, um, his name is Masaki Yulasai. And I actually did get to watch Lou Over the Wall, not Lou on the Wall, Lou Over the Wall on Netflix, which was a fun and cheerful themed film. And I really did enjoy that one. Um, the animation was really, really great. But So if you get a chance, definitely watch that on Netflix right now. But Ride Your Wave was something that I really wanted to see and I missed it in theaters. But Ride Your Wave was really, really good. And I mean, 9.5 out of 10 good. It was extremely sad, but everything about this film was just perfect. And it was one of those films that, that threw me headfirst into it and it made me trust the sh it made me trust the show I was watching. You know, sometimes when you're watching a film, whether anime or not, you have to trust the director, you have to trust the story, and sometimes the director will ask you to go on an adventure that you're probably not entirely prepared for. And Ride Your Wave was exactly that. It gave me, it forced me to trust just wherever the story went, I was gonna go with it and basically, um, no pun intended, it made me ride the wave of the story. It made me not question what was going on too hard. And I just, I loved every moment of it. I highly recommend it. I will be buying it on Blu-ray when it does come out. So I do recommend if you get a chance, pick it up when it does drop. I think G-Kids actually got um, the sh rights for it. So you should be able to buy it from G Kids on Blu-ray eventually. Um, I know things are kind of slowing down as far as um, what's getting shipped and what's not, but 
I I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend this film. Um, and those are just a couple of movies that I was watching this um, quarantine. Um, next for anime news, though, uh, let's talk about some manga. Now, this manga I'm really excited for. Um, so, female manga artists launch a woman's lifestyle anthology. Um, Line Manga launched its Women's Lifestyle Anthology on Monday. The weekly online manga anthology features comic essays from various themes such as cosmetics, skincare, and pregnancy. The first chapter is drawn by Kyoko Aba, and she tells her story as a manga who's around 30 years of age. The manga relays her struggles of making herself look presentable using cosmetics while juggling deadlines and staying up late to draw manga. Um, there's also going to be other artists coming on like um, Sachi Narashima who did Cosmetic Play Lover, Akira Hino. I mean, this is going to be an extremely fun and just addicting series at least for me because you guys know I love manga and anime that have grown women doing grown women things um so I'm very excited for that speaking of uh, manga that I've been reading during the quarantine the first one is going to be a trail of blood that I know is actually going to be released very very soon um it was actually spoke about last year at one of the conventions and it's actually going to be published and I'm very excited to get my hard copy um it is called a trail of blood by Shuzo Oshimi I hope I said that right um this is actually a psychological um horror drama type manga um it's literally about a woman who has a son named um sechi and the mom's name is psycho and psycho psycho regardless she is a psycho um that's no pun intended she's completely insane uh, and this manga is extremely intense the way that she treats her son it's very manipulative it's very like overbearing it's just to the point where one minute you think you know what's going on but then you absolutely have no idea what's going on it is just an insane manga and when it gets released i promise you you won't be disappointed if you go pick up this manga um it is extremely intense there's like lots of um, panels that are just so crazy if you look it up on Twitter and stuff you'll see some of the panels it is so insane um, but I definitely recommend it for those who like the psychological and the horror um, this one is less bloody and more uh, psychological and more on the point of breaking somebody to the point where you don't know what's going on anymore um and the second manga that i have been reading this quarantine that i actually have copies of and i'm very excited because i had bought it at um uh at barnes and nobles before this whole corona thing happened was our dreams at dusk um it is by yuki kanatani i think i said that right um and it is about a guy, his name is Tasuko, and he is um, basically about to kill himself because his classmate went ahead and told, called him gay. It was like, oh, I caught you watching gay porn, da 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 And as he's going through this, like, in inward turmoil about not coming to terms with himself, 
he meets this woman and her name is Anonymous and Anonymous ends up bringing him to a lounge where he meets a bunch of different people and they're all very similar to him um, in the sense of they're all part of the LGBT and QIA plus and they are just each person has their own story and it is such a heartwarming heartwarming and just an incredible story the animation is just each manga panel is drawn with love it is truly a story about finding yourself and just coming to terms with who you really are and I loved every part of it. I This is such a good book. If you can, I highly recommend you buy it on your Kindle or something because I know we can't really go to Barnes & Nobles right now, but I have a hard copy and I highly, highly recommend it. Um, also, I have been reading Beastars. So Beastars is actually one of those animes that I have been watching this quarantine. I told you guys it was awesome. I told you guys it was worth it. And the fact that some of you guys have been coming back to me and saying, hey, look, I watched it based on what you said, solely based on hearing you say it was so good. And I really love it. Makes me super excited. Beastars is really good. It is just like chef kiss I, I mean like, I don't know what else to say and like before you say it's like a furry show and da da, da da whatever if you're gonna keep if you can only see it as furries then the show probably won't be good for you nor the manga but I'm telling you if you can look past all of that and just watch the show and read the manga I promise you you'll love it now the manga I I'm extremely happy that I got a copy of because after watching the show, one of the first few things I wanted to, the first things I said was I want to read the manga because of course the animation looks really good and it, I got used to the 3D aspect of it. I just felt like the, the manga version would have just been easier for me to follow along with and I just would have probably just been able to just convey a lot of emotions, emotions and things through the manga a lot better so reading the manga after watching the show I still stand by the fact that I do want to keep reading the manga the manga is good it is clean it is crisp and they have little details in there that obviously they couldn't put in the show because uh, duh, there's always going to be difference between book and show. Um, I really did enjoy it. So if I were you, if you're a fan of Beastars and you don't want to wait till season two because you know it'll probably come out like four years from now, pick up the manga, check it out. Viz has it. Again, thank you so much, Viz, for allowing me to get this copy because I'm going to be buying a lot more of them. Um, I really do love Haru. She's my favorite character because not only does she embrace her sexuality as, you know, a girl, as a woman, as a rabbit, um, she is also one of those characters that are basically allowed to not be perfect. Like, she's not perfect although she's you know she's beautiful she's white bunny she's so cute and delicate it's just the idea of what I would assume a perfect bunny is I love how she's rough around the edges I love how she stands up for herself and she doesn't take a lot of bullcrap I'm excited to see where her relationship goes with both main characters um 
in the manga as well as the show. So that's it for anime news this week and that's it for everything I've been binging and watching this quarantine. Uh, let's take a quick break. For this week's topic time, I have to talk to you guys about spring season because guess what? Coronavirus or not, new anime is coming out and now is the perfect time to look at what we'll be looking forward to this spring season. So first things first, um, I'm just going to go through the list. Shout out to my anime list because they tell you all the shows that are coming out this spring season. So I have been able to go diving in and looking to see what I'm excited for and what I'm not excited for. So the first show that I'm really excited for is obviously um, the second season of Kagusama Love is War. I absolutely love the series. I miss Chika-san. Like I just cannot wait for our favorite couple, not couple, uh, come back and express their love to each other and take us on another crazy ride. This year, or this second season, basically was stating that one, there's new characters involved, and two, um, there might even be like a love interest thing going on, um, along with, of course, um, school is ending, so the student council, council will be, um, disbanding very soon so with the press of time and graduation and things like that I'm very excited to see who will confess their love to who first the second show I'm excited about is no other than Fruits Basket which duh um, this is actually very exciting because this is after um, the original anime that we all know and love um, after the last season um, it stopped exactly where we stopped in the original. So everything moving on now is completely unseen territory. We don't really know. I mean, unless you read the manga, this is completely new for a lot of us. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. Because, like, what could happen? Like, there's so much that I want to know. Like, what's going to happen? Like, who's Toru going to pick? Because... I think in the last, in the original one, from what I remember, she doesn't pick anybody. It's very like, yay, we live happily ever after together as friends. But I think because this series is supposed to get a lot darker and not to mention um, follow closely to the manga, I think she might actually make a decision on who she wants to be with, which I can't wait for. Um, the next is a new anime coming from Studio Trigger. Um, if you don't know Studio Trigger, stop listening now. Go look up Studio Trigger and then come back to me. Um, but this is actually called BNA. Um, it's an original anime, which kind of has me excited. Um, it is set in the 21st century where the existence of humanoid animals has been revealed to the world after living in darkness for centuries. Um, one day a high school student named Michiru suddenly turns into a tanuki person and basically she has to figure out why she become an animal and what the heck is going on. It looked really cute. I, based on the animation, I mean it's Studio Trigger so you know it's going to be pretty outlandish and a lot of fun to watch so that's why I'm really interested plus the story doesn't seem that bad I mean 
why is everybody turning into humanoid animals like what is going on so I'm very excited about that so next on my list this is actually something I'm very excited about mainly because of the main character now the main character um, he's fine let's put it that in anime boy logic he is very cute um, he caught my attention very very quickly and yeah so i'm very excited for this show it's called the millionaire detective balance unlimited it's a very long title but um it's daisuke a detective with extraordinary assets who is assigned to the modern crime prevention headquarters where those who really cause problems for the police are sent there he's partnered up with um two different detectives and they must solve mysteries together like i said he just looks like he is just going to be giving these detectives the business he looks like he's going to be a jerk very sarcastic very hot um i'm very excited for this i don't really know where it's being released yet i want to say crunchyroll and funimation now this is one of those shows that could either go on either platforms because it wasn't I feel like a lot of people are excited for it, but then again, eh, it's like here or there, because um, I feel like it's one of those things that people are looking forward to, but they didn't know it was going to be popular. So you'll be hearing me talk about this. You guys know I love detectives. You know I love solving crime. So this, again, will definitely be on top of my list. Um, it's supposed to come out April 10th, um, and yeah, so I'm very excited for that one. Now, this one is actually more for, this is something actually really interesting. I feel like this show is going to be a gem that doesn't really get a lot of attention, but once you watch it, you'll love it, and it'll be something that will capture a lot of people's attention, but it's called Wave, Listen to Me, and it's basically about uh, Minere Koda, who basically starts spilling her heartbroken woes drunk at a bar um next day she hears like all her like whining and complaining being aired like played on the radio and she ends up being super pissed off and she ends up talking to the director of the station and all this stuff and then long story short she ends up getting driven into a world of radio so i'm very very excited for this because as someone who does podcasting stuff i would love to learn more about radio through an anime side and like i told my best friend who isn't an anime fan no matter what you like there's probably an anime for it whether it's um playing golf writing a book i mean literally anything i'm pretty sure they're gonna probably have like a podcasting anime coming very soon and i will be watching that if it does come out but um this one about radio i just you know it's grown people's grown adults drinking i mean i just feel like this is gonna be a lot of fun and you're probably gonna hear some crazy on-air stories and things like that so i'm definitely gonna be watching this one because it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun now the next one on my list is another funny one i'm not really into funny anime i don't really i think it kind of is hit or miss depending on what it is but this actually looks really cute and really fun it's called troublesome old man uh komata 
Jisan, which is basically a comedy about an old man who ends up using, like, stereotypical, like, I don't know, let's say fuckboy personality traits to woo old ladies. I don't know why this is so cute to me, but just watching old men and old women just do stuff, like old, old people make me just, my heart, it melts. So watching an anime about an old man trying to swoon these old ladies just seems so cute to me and I feel like this would probably be a really fun comedy. I'll definitely let you know how it turns out, um, but it just by the little trailer, it just looks so cute. It just looks like a, a roaring good time. And there are some other honorable mentions that I don't really feel like going to because they are kind of hit or miss. I might watch them, I might not. But any other gems that I find this season, I'll definitely be talking to you. So what are you looking forward to the most this spring season? Since we're all going to be quarantined, I'd love to hear any recommendations that you guys have for me. Um, So just let me know and I'd love to hear it. So that's it for anime news this week. Um, I'll be back next week. Make sure that uh, you follow me on Getting Animated on Instagram and Twitter and Dusty Senpai on Twitter. It's so nice to be talking to you guys again. I've missed you guys and I'm very happy to be back. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.